Blog Talk Radio. Two women from opposite sides of the music world and both wonderful talents. We talk with Costa Rican activist rapper Nakuri and composer, singer, and banjo player Maura Smiley. It's Music Friday Live. Los Angeles, California, the music capital of America. It's Music Friday Live. I'm your host, Patrick O'Heffernan, and welcome to our listeners on the Blog Talk Radio Network, the CyberStationUSA.com network, and all their radio affiliates in the West Coast, in the East Coast, the Artistic Echoes Network in the UK, and also everybody listening on Stitcher and iTunes. Remember, this is your show, so if you have questions or comments for our guests, call us. 347-215-7511, or email us, musicfridaylive at gmail.com. And if you're listening to Music Friday Live on a podcast or in England, you can still email questions for our guests. We will forward your questions to them, and they can reply directly to you. And if I sound a bit stuffy today, well, I am. I have a light cold, but, you know, the show must go on, so it's going on. Um, and the way it's going on is today we have an interview with Nakuri, who's the Costa Rican activist rapper. But the interview was conducted last week in Costa Rica because she has to travel this week and could not be on the air live. So it was recorded long distance from Costa Rica. And there may be occasional static or even uh, I think there's a couple of places where there's silence because the signal didn't get through and she had to repeat what she said. So if it's not, if it's not since it's not live, don't call in. But if you want to send emails to her, we will forward them on. So here is Nakuri from Costa Rica, recorded last week. Remember, don't call in. It's hard to know where to start when describing the Costa Rican artist Nakuri. She's been a model, a dancer, and a graffiti artist. Today, she's a rapper, a hip-hop poet, and this may be the most important thing. She's an activist using music and art to stop violence against women and to end a culture that is toxic for men and families and women in families. Her music, including her new album, Viajes, is captivating in any language. Her videos burst with energy and confidence. Her message of empowerment inspires women, not only in her native Costa Rica, but worldwide. It is always a pleasure for me to talk with an artist who is larger than her art. And so it is with pride and pleasure that I welcome Nukuri to Music Friday Live. Nukuri, welcome and thank you for taking the time to be with us today. Thank you very much and pura vida for everybody that is listening. Thank you for having me in your program. Well, this is a this new album, it, it, it's a big, bold album, and it takes hip-hop back to its activist roots. You've got 16 tracks, and each one is, is really carefully crafted and lyric-driven, which is not easy. So how long have these songs been in your mind? Well, these songs, I think all the songs that I write and that I will write, um, they're... Uh, there in my mind since I was a little girl because, you know, I write because of my experiences and what I live daily, but all the conclusions and all the, all these um, messages that I want to put in the lyrics, uh, I, I think they're 
uh, they represent my life. And this album called Via, it's a, it's an album that tries to also make people feel inspired. You know, um, there are many things that we share as human beings. So um, the idea of these songs are not only to talk about the struggles that we live daily, but also to talk in a positive and creative way. And yeah, to inspire uh, people. Um, that's, that's great because that inspiration becomes like a, a, like a never-ending cycle, you know, because also people... Um, when they tell me they feel inspired, that makes me feel inspired too. So that's very cool because uh, via it's like um, it's it it means in Spanish pathway and pathway as a camino, as a constant, uh, something that it's always there. You know, the camino, the via, the pathway is always there. Mm-hmm. So it's a way of living and. Yeah, it, it's great um, to also uh, use hip-hop as a tool to also raise the voices of our community and what's going on here. And hip-hop, um, it's a, a tool for us to heal our nation, to heal our people and ourselves. Well, I love the way you use that tool, and I want to give our audience a sample of it. Uh, this is the single from the album, and it's also a dance video, Necessario. I'm going to play a little bit of it. That's a very telling line. Yeah. What is the gray backdrop? What, what, what in your world is that wall? Well, I think this gray background that I talk in this song is all this um, prejudgment in society. How um, sometimes... Um, what is around us, it's, it's gray, you know, because 
there are many things that are normal that no, it's it's not really fair. You know, it's not really good for our own nature. So, um, but at the same time, we have all energy and we have all this, um, all these colors in us, all this diversity in us, all this nature in us, that it's our essence and that never lies. So that is what really makes us um, be outstanding in whatever we are doing in our, in our life, what we can do good for our okay. surroundings. So, yeah, no, my, uh, we're not only a brick in the wall. We're more than that. <laughs> I, I, absolutely. You know, I, I, my Spanish teacher, um, who is from El Salvador and is middle-aged, uh, sat down with me and we listened to your album yesterday, and he remarked that the things that you are singing about are the same things that he tried to change when he was an activist at the Universidad Nacional. And all that happened mm. is that the government closed the university and he had to get out of the country. Um, I might add that in the 60s, I was jailed. I actually went to jail for advocating some of the things that you sing about while I was in college. And, you know, those problems are still around. So what's different now? Why can things change now? I think society is changing a lot and technology connect us uh, even though we are in different countries. So um, all this information, all these messages that really connect us are what we can, are opportunities for us also through all these messages to connect things in our daily life. So I think um, music and Poetry and rap music, it's, it's a tool uh, to liberate people, you know, to, to talk about what people talk in the street. And sometimes uh, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, go like further because we need organization. So also that's what this, uh, this song talks about, that uh, all these um, things that we need, we can... We can um, conquer them if we uh, come together and we realize that we share so many things. You know, I was the, the line uh, you you have in that song um, is one that we all share. I think before being born, expectations are meant to repress, telling you to follow. Now. Your personal story is both chilling and fascinating. You, 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 you kicked you kicked off your artistic career uh, actually by kicking off your high heels and launching um, mm-hmm. uh, an artistic career despite those expectations. In fact, you're quoted as saying, "No more, no mas tacones altos," a powerful symbol that resonates <laughs> with many women. Can you give us an idea what led you to that moment of of how you got past those expectations? Why you were able to kick off your high heels and go in a different direction? Yeah. Well, as a Latin American woman, um, growing in a country like mine, well, it's, it's, um, there are so many things that are said normal. For example, the hyper-sexualization of the Latin model of, of a woman, you know? And I think that 
all that, like all this pressure. Like if you if you want to be a woman, you have to um, you have to be uh, in this standard of beauty. Uh, or if you want to be successful in life, you have to behave as women are supposed to behave. And in our countries, that doesn't. Um, doesn't actually means to uh, have your own profession, to be an artist, to be able to express um, uh, in a free way, you know? Sometimes mm -hmm. it's just like you have to fit in a role model. And mm -hmm. for me, it was, it, was really, it was a really strong moment to break with that because uh, saying to the society, okay, I know this is normal to you, but it's not okay with my nature. It's hard, but I think every person has this opportunity in life to do it. So I did it in certain point, and between that moment, what I started doing is to write poetry and to um, to write my process in the songs because I know there's a lot of people reading this. So it was really important in my life because it was an experience, but um having the the you know to 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 feel that to feel that pressure and that that made me want to be free from that so yeah that was a, that was a moment in my life and i know there's a lot of people living that and yeah <laughs> which means that to me at least uh that brings me to your next song actually evolution uh, your you're fighting for the right for all of us to evolve uh, as we wish. Let me play a little bit of that. Que paradójico, las ciudades cada vez más grandes, pero la gente no se saluda en la calle como antes. Contradictorio, vivir tan juntos, pero por precaución permanecer distantes. Existe diarios un voz en el vecindario, mientras se lucha con el morbo por los diarios. Desinformación, paranoia colectiva, la separación es una empresa tan lucrativa. Hay que saber de dónde vienen los orígenes, pues ha marcado nuestra historia y si no puedes reconocerte, mucho menos organizarte si olvida la raíz de ser fácil en Enajenarte mucho más que un estandarte La identidad es el arte de articularnos en la diversidad El barrio, la comunidad, salir del conformismo Queremos un cambio, por eso no más de lo mismo oh, 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 oh. You know, we're, we're all evolving um, all the time um, so What are you telling us in that song? Hello? Did I lose you? Hello? Sorry? Hi. I didn't hear still... <laughs> I I should tell our audience that, that she's actually in Costa Rica, so Costa Rica, so every now and then we may have these silences. So did you hear my question, Nakori? No, I didn't hear. Can you say it again, please? Okay, all right. We are all evolving all the time. So I I wonder what it is you're telling us in, in that song, um, is, and maybe you can, especially for our English-speaking audience, what is that song about? Well, Evolución is a song about 
that ask ourselves, where, where are we? Are we part of this solution or are we part of the problem? But also it talks about how we are all connected and the fact that if we want to solve something in society, we really have to connect. And communication is a great tool. So um, I think that music is also a great tool. So this, this song is to ask ourselves, what are we doing to change what we, will, we want to be changed? And the fact that to be empowered also means to choose a pathway and to say, okay, I'm going to be part of the solution. So that also makes us feel stronger and, and you know, bigger because okay. when we connect, we can, we can make uh, things easier to be solved. So, um, yeah, that's what so- that song is about, Evolución. Okay. <laughs> right, all right, okay. Uh, you know, that, that makes me think about a line um, from one of your songs, uh, uh, Voy por la vida con los audiofonos puestos. Uh, it sounds like you're saying you're, uh-huh. that in your evolution, you're going to go through life with, with your earbuds in or hearing aids. Uh, I'm not sure which. Um, um, what is that all about? Well, that that line is part of uh interlude of the album that it's called El Viaje. And mm-hmm. El Viaje um it, it it's it's uh it's um how to say this? It's like uh, a picture of the moment when I do uh when I when I think about the songs or the lyrics. Because oh, okay. I normally um start writing my songs, uh, listening to the music in my, in my earbuds and in my, in my headphones when I'm, when I'm walking in the street. So it's a very personal moment, even though I'm like surrounded by, by the streets, by all so many people that maybe we didn't know, but at the same time, walking in that place, being in contact to all these people, to, to all this, um, to our daily life in the street, it what also inspires me. And sometimes people think that I'm crazy, you know, because I'm <laughs> listening to the music and I and, and it seems like I'm talking alone, you know, like la 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 la, and I'm all the time rhyming and moving my hands. And sometimes I can't control that because it's like a very like creative moment. And and it's it's in the streets, it's in the pathways, in the camino, it's in is in my daily life uh, uh, places, you know? Well, you know what? Uh, I do it too, so <laughs> you're not crazy at all. Let <laughs> me uh, r- remind our <laughs> listeners that uh, we're talking with Nakuri uh, about her new album. This is a pre-recorded interview, so I'm afraid you can't call in. However, if you have questions for her, you can email them here to musicfridaylive at gmail.com, and we will forward them on to her. So remember that uh, you can Mm -hmm. send us those questions. Now, you're from Costa Rica, and you sing about Costa Rica. Most Anglo-Americans have a very positive view of Costa Rica. It's got no army and no war and beautiful beaches and environmental policies. But your songs tell about a darker side. Um, Are are you making changes with your songs in Costa Rica? Well, I think that Costa Rica is... uh, peaceful country because um, 
we try to uh, also um, ask ourselves all the time, what's good, what's bad, you know? And my songs talks a lot about how peace is part of our nature, how we are uh, so diverse, like nature, like, like uh, this beautiful country that I really love and that it's so, so rich, you know? And, and I think that's, that's, that's the key, you know, why we, we keep having this. Because if we are not asking ourselves, oh, the violence, all the violence that we receive right now, nowadays, because even though we live in Costa Rica, we have so many, um, so many influences from so many countries, from, from the media, uh, from what happens in all the countries around us. So we have to, to ask ourselves, what our position? Are we part of the solution or the problem? Are we going to be just here thinking about, oh, we're so privileged in a country that we don't have an army? If we have a, if we have a nonviolent point of view and we think that peace can be conquered without an army, we have to talk about that loud. And maybe other people can listen to it. And for other people, that can be something really crazy. But for us, it's a reality. So um, I think that's that's very very important to share our point of view from from where we are from our reality and yeah we want to keep a peaceful country but if we want to keep it we have to to always uh look for that peace that we want that we love to take care of our nature too i i understand that as part of this you're working on a documentary film uh, can you tell us about it um, and how this fits with that picture of reality that you're painting? Yeah, well, Central America is a region that has been um, striked very hard because of violence. And there are many things that go around um, armies and, um, you know, politicians doing a lot of, um, a lot of, bad things, you know, for, for people. And for us, it's, it's, it's strong to, to, to live this in Central America. I don't say that happened, uh, that, that hard in Costa Rica, but in the region, it's a reality. So, um, for, for me, it was really important to, uh, go, all around Central America and to talk to all these women that are expressing uh, so many things through hip-hop and rap music, and graffiti artists, um, B-girls, B, uh, people that, girls that do a lot of different dances that are related to hip-hop. And they have a strong voice. And I think that voice must be heard. So... Um, we came together in a collective collective called Somos Guerreras, and we are there's uh, another rapper from Guatemala called Rebecca Lane, and Audrey Funk from Mexico, and we came together and we planned this tour uh, in Central America to film all these stories and to to document all this situation and to raise all these voices 
that are talking really, really important matters. Well, I, I hope when you tour, you come to Los Angeles because I would love to, to see that. Uh, uh, do you know when uh, we'll be able to see the film? Um, well, the film, we are uh, still um, doing the recordings and the interviews. So we are working in that progress. And I think it's going to be re- ready in about two years because we want to have more time to record more interviews. And, yeah, I think in about two years we can we can, we can see the film. Okay. Um, you've got, well, I want to look at the listen to some more of your music now uh, and in fact one particular song that uh, I really loved um, uh, Agarate and uh, I'm going to play a little bit of that and then listen uh, uh, and then ask you some questions about it so here it is not just for the language, but for the message in it. And since it's such a great song musically, listening to it over and over again was not difficult. But uh, I had to sort of select lines out of it that really struck me. And one that, that struck me was um, La Etopia que se va a la hand mientras vamos avanzado. Um, now, if I understand it correctly, you're saying that the utopia, the great things that were all promised, keep receding like a mirage, like the promises by governments and and uh, religions and even families can be mirages uh, that we have to work to make changes that we see are needed now. Uh, am I anywhere close on that? Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's part of, of the song. This is a featuring and that part of the song is uh, um, it, the, the person that, that uh, do the rap is my friend, Rebecca Lane from Guatemala. And I think, yeah, it says that, la utopia de que vamos avanzando. Um, and yeah, I thought that it, it says that sometimes it's, it, it's like, uh, for many people it can be like, an, but it can become a reality to us. 
you know, that brings me to a point that you make in in um, El uh, El uh, Viaje, which which just blows me away. We don't have time to play it, but uh, people need, really need to listen to it. You, you say um, El uh, crecimiento personales es importante para el cambio social, um, and I listen to that uh-huh. mindful of lines in your other song, Cada Persona es en un universo. Now, the Guatemalan actress uh-huh. we just talked about, Rebecca Lane, is on that song with you. Um, so you're two universes singing together about each of us being our own yeah. separate universe. Um, it's. It seems that, that we make change collectively, not as individuals, or, or what do you think of that? Well, I think every change comes from the internal peace. When we are uh, in peace with ourselves, uh, we are able to connect with other people and to see the opportunities that we have as a collective. So I think that's something that happens a lot with me and Bereka because uh, we are two rappers uh, from from this region, and in the moment that we met uh, each other, it was like magic, you know. We start working together, and and there are a lot of opportunities and doors that open to us uh, because, well, we were together and and we were growing personally, but also together. So that's a lot uh what's about in this song this song called Agarrate. That is that okay, now we are ready to fly. We are in the border of the mountain. We are ready to fly. Now we have to jump and if we're gonna do this, we're gonna do it together and we're gonna have fun. Meanwhile <laughs> we do it because we did it for the love. And that's what Agarrate is about, you know. All right, I like the I like the way you put that. We gotta jump. All right. Well we have time for just one more song, and like every song on the album, it, it's a very powerful song, both musically and philosophically. So this is Aunque Quieras. You know, I I really respond to that song, the the build up and the cadence and the music. And um, um, how does that song fit fit the music with its message? Well, um, can, can you get the the question, please? Can Say I, that again. 
Can you repeat the question again, please? Okay, I can hear a little bit of uh, static in the background there. It's a long way to Costa Rica. Um, I, I said I love the I love the music in that song, and I love the build up in it and the cadence in it. And I wonder when you wrote the message to that song, the lyrics. How did you select the music, or did the music come first and then the lyrics? How did you fit those two together? Well, the music actually I had all I had the lyrics first, and then I met a Costa Rican producer called Barso, B A R Z O. Mm-hmm. And when I met him, I showed him the ler- some of the of the lyrics of the poetry, and um, he had some music already. But other songs we com- uh, he he composed it when he uh, listened to the lyrics. So Aunque Quieras is one of those songs, and it was amazing because he. Uh, well, he had this ability to capture the essence of the message and to to make a mood, you know, through the music. And that's great because that makes uh, the song as a full experience with the words and also with the music. So it's really great in working with Barzil. He's the producer of all the album. And, yeah, we're working actually in a new... In, in new music right now and and yeah Good. it's great to work okay. with a person that can understand the lyrics too it certainly worked well well unfortunately we are out of time but before we go where can people go to get your songs well uh, you can uh, look for my music in all the digital platforms you can find me as Nakuri MC which is in N-A-K-U-R-Y-M-C. And, yeah, also in social um, network, I'm Nekuri MC. So uh, we can talk there. And if you want to share me something about uh, your experiences or if you like my music or whatever, write me down. I'm always happy to know um, all this and also to make all these beautiful connections. Thanks to okay. me. Well, thank you so much for making the beautiful connection with us today. And I know it's uh, been a little technically difficult in Costa Rica, but I really appreciate it. And I really appreciate your music. Thank you so much for joining us today. And that was Nakure with her last week from uh, Costa Rica. And uh, we talked about her new album, uh, Bida. And you should take a look. You should take a look out for it, particularly if you love rap. This is really, really wonderful rap music. And we're going to have to take a quick break right now before our next guest. But during the break, we get to take a little trip to Mexico. Don't go away. Just two hours south of the California border lies the enchanting seaside town of San Felipe, Baja California, where friendly people, warm waters, and a relaxing vacation awaits. And it all starts at www.mysanfelipevacation.com. Whether you choose to golf on the 18-hole championship course overlooking the Sea of Cortez with friends, enjoy a romantic weekend for two on the beach, or take the whole family for a fun-filled weekend of shopping and activities, you'll be sure to find just the right accommodations at mysanfelipevacation.com. So what are you waiting for? Isn't it time you got away? Visit www.mysanfelipevacation.com today 
That's www.mysanfeliepevacation.com. See you in San Felipe. Yes, you will see me in San Felipe, and hopefully I'll, my cold will be gone, and I'll have a voice just like that. So remember, mysanfelipevacation.com, and use the discount code MFLA5, and that will give you a discount on all the rooms that you book. So mysanfelipevacation.com, discount code MFLA5, and maybe I'll see you on the beach in San Felipe. Well, I wish that I had an hour to talk with our next guest instead of just 20 minutes or so, because she is a multifaceted musical diamond. Composer, singer, instrumentalist, poet, teacher, activist, world traveler, I could go on and on. Her music ranges from meditative to revelatory to addictive. She's a musical polyglot and a vocal shapeshifter whose voice and compositions are heard on feature films and television programs, NPR, and on more than 60 albums. When she's not leading her own group, Maura Smiley and Boko, she, she tours with groups like Toon Yard, Solas, and Billy Child's Laura Nairo Reimagine. I could go on and on with her accomplishments and accolades, especially about the new album she has out, Unzip the Horizon. But here she is to tell us all about it herself. Maura Smiley, welcome to Music Friday Live. Thank you. Thank you, Patrick, for having me. Well, Maura, this is a big album. 14 songs, each one of them unique, and I can't, and I can, I can't tell, I can tell that they're, each one is carefully crafted. The songs seem to all come from different times and inspirations. Have some of them been in your head for a while? Yeah, some of them definitely have. Um, a couple of them have been knocking around in there for, for years, and they just found... In some cases, I wanted them to find a voice in me that was just me singing by myself because I often write and most often write for multiple singers to sing together. And um, so there was an inspiration to try this more personal text, you know, a text that meant a lot to me um, to try singing it myself and find the setting that was right for that. Well, I'm told that the uh, the title of the album comes from a trip that you took to the Ukraine where you learned from older traditional singers that songs are powerful enough to communicate with the dead or the unknowable. I wonder if you could expand yeah. on that a little bit. Tell us about the singers and, yeah. and what exactly they meant. So in Ukraine, as in a lot of places um, throughout the world, Singing and music is used in these certain times of year and um, to be part of rituals or to mark specific occasions. And you, um, yeah, your role is to be humble to the grandness of that occasion and to do your work of, of trying to sing that song that's been sung many, many times before, um, to sing that music correctly or right or with the right feeling so that um, the relationships that we have with the unknown and the cosmos can stay intact and good. So 
so um, that whole idea just, I just love it. And I found that in the Ukraine, um, it wasn't like everyone was talking exactly like that, but at the midsummer, there's um, a festival that has a lot of its own songs. And it's a time when the living can honor the dead. And there's a, there's sort of a thinner veil between the worlds and, and you, you sort of pay homage to the things that you don't understand or the ancestors that came before. And these certain songs would help you do that. Reminds me a little of the, the music in the uh, Mexican celebration, uh, Dia de los Muertos, where uh, music is, yeah. is part of the communication with uh, past ancestors. Um, yeah. You you have many collabor- collaborators on this album, and of course, collaboration is always a logistical challenge. But uh, you seem to to live and breathe collaborating in music. Uh, where did that impulse come from? Mm, that's such a great question, and I would say actually, even relating to what to what we just talked about in Ukraine, that um, vodka was a really big part of <laughs> some of those celebrations and vodka and tequila <laughs> vodka and music. Yep. Right. And tequila. And, um, and you know, this, this sort of shadowy world of belief, but um, I would say that my impulse to collaborate is for sure how I grew up because I grew up in social music, communal music, um, community music. So you don't make a big fuss of yourself. You, you get, you know, you sing this music that's been going for a long time and you make your little imprint on it. Um, but that's like folk music of various styles. Um, and you sing together. I grew up singing um, in small choruses in the little state of Vermont where I was from. Um, and I also studied, um, I studied chamber music and that was my favorite way. I think for me, the, the, experience of uh, music is is kinetic like I want to feel it and so I feel it more easily and more yeah just more fully with other people with other musicians around me well I, you know you say you said twice now that music is kinetic and, and of, of course it moves constantly that's the that's the whole point and I want to play a uh, a song of yours that has that movement in it. This is Refugee. Refugee, 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 refugee.
love that song. I've been listening to it all week. I should tell our audience uh, <laughs> that you sent me a photo of your handwritten lyrics, which is a precious gift to somebody in my, my role. Uh, and there are lots of lines in, in that song that go right to my heart. But one of them kind of stood out. Um, I am only what you are. Imagine your unbreakable world was broken. No more rules to protect you. That really hit home because uh, I've also been in refugee camps in, in um, Thailand. Uh, can you tell us about the inspiration, the refugee camps that you worked in? Yeah. So I went into, I did for, in two summers, two different camps. Uh, one was in Calais, and I went in with a, a little team of four people, and we were called Expressive Arts Refuge. It's based in the Bay Area. And so we were, our mission was mostly to teach music and just interact with people um, I have kinetic experiences of music. I do body percussion and teach folk songs that are sort of easy to grab. And um, But then what actually happened was a much deeper and more confusing and, and, and more shaping thing, which was that I learned, I think more than I, than I taught. And I saw people, making beauty with one another out of absolutely nothing. So this is the Calais jungle in France. That camp got shut down, um, and there's still some remnants of it now. The more um, sort of official camps, and there are many, many, many of them, in, are in Greece. And I went to one around Athens, and it's called Skaramagas, and that was a more, you know, rigorously controlled uh, place, and we ended up also collaborating with musicians there. Um, now, the musicians in Calais were uh, Afghani and Iraqi and Sudanese, and Greece, we mostly collaborated with Kurdish, Syrian, uh, Afghani also, um, but mostly Kurdish, Syrian, um, Iranian, um, and mostly these, we taught kids, but we also collaborated with some older musicians. What an experience. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, it really was. I, yeah. I, I noticed that you're, you're providing proceeds from some of your music to the UN High Commissioner of Refugees. Um, I take it this yes. is an issue that you are involved in and will continue to be involved in? I am, yes. And I, I, I think I can tell you why. I... I have this sense of being a traveler, belonging nowhere and everywhere. And, and I think I'm, there's um, a feeling that I get from traveling that feels like I can have the perspective that I need. Um, but I also, you know, in hearing about the refugee crisis, we're in one of the biggest ones, you know, that we've had in this on the planet for a while. I feel that I am in the position being a musician, having a voice um, to say something, you know, as little as that voice might be. Um, and, and I feel very, yeah, I feel very close to it. It doesn't feel like um, 
I guess when you decide that you're going to pay attention to something, be activist about something, you really do have to feel, um, you know, clear about your relationship to the issues um, because honestly there's suffering everywhere and you could throw your weight um, behind anything and it would be good. But I think to do it continuously, like you really have to have a personal set of reasons to do that. Wow. Um, <clears throat> and of course you do have that, that voice. Um, actually, I want to play a little more of your music to show people that voice. This is a slightly different voice. This is Mother of Invention. Of voices, and that you 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 sing um, that you feel like you should be the mother of a new invention, but it seems to me like you are. So much of your music is a new invention. <laughs> is, is that what you were talking about? Yeah, it is a new invention. I think that's about actually not knowing where you are and who you are. That that song is about always being in that act of reaching, 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 and never realizing that actually you're where you want to be, you know? Um, and also, uh, that's a little bit also about being, you know, what kind of mother do you want to be? Um, uh, and what kind of, where are you going to choose here to throw your energy? Um, so yeah, that song is pretty deep for me. Well, you know, there, there's train imagery in, in that, uh, in the, uh, the lyrics and the sound effects. And you also have train imagery in your song, Steam Engines, in the Laughter and Tears album. And I just wonder, have you, have you oh, spent yeah. a lot of time on trains? I've spent a good deal of time on trains, yeah. They are, they're <laughs> good music machines. They're good rhythm. <laughs> I, and sit there and clickety-clack and, 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 and write songs. Um, you yep. introduced me to a concept, um, the choir within you. Can you tell our audience about that? Mm, yeah, well, I've, I, I have come to realize that when whatever singing I'm doing, I'm wanting you or my audience to experience that feeling of singing that I'm getting, which is like nothing else. I guess I just get this total sense of belonging and, um, and I just, yeah, I want to share that with people. So I, the Choir of You was something for the last, Laughter Out of Tears album to uh, get my, my listeners to actually sing along and send me the recordings. And I put them on um, the last CD. That was so cool. What a great idea. Right. Well, uh, <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. All of the songs on this album um, have really powerful imagery, but 
Some of the imagery is emotional rather than physical. And I want to play a song that, that really does have strong emotional um, uh, imagery in it. And that's One Step Dance. I just had a stranger give me everything In a single glance We did a one-step dance and stumbled on Between two blinks, a lifetime shouted out its name In a single blast, first breath to the last And we were gone, and I walked on Because he asked me to, and I kneeled down Where the flickering lights of the city rise up on the water and I look up because I feel too what a powerful concept and and what a beautiful way of expressing it. The, the the last two lines of that song. Stronger you could hold me in your tenderness. We can travel light in some gentle night where we belong. It it you know it sounds like you're kind of a refugee yourself. Um where were yeah. you? Where <laughs> That's you going? interesting. Where 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 you were know, you going? That song when you is, where was I going? It's a good question because that song is so much about L.A. to me, about Los Angeles and being there. Um, it was about a moment when I met a homeless man in Los Feliz uh, who opened the door to me to the post office. And um, I'd seen him a lot many times before. And he just had he just locked eyes this one day. And his eyes were so clearly saying, um, are you here? Do you know where you are? Or are you just caught up in some part of, you know, your your own brain, your own anxiety? And um, and I saw how present he was and how he was calling me out. Um, and I I was so appreciative of that. And it it just got me. Yeah, I just wanted to write a song about that experience because it was one of the first times that I really stopped and considered that I am where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> um, well, of course, yeah. L.A. is a city of refugees in many ways. Let me uh, yeah. remind our audience that we're talking with uh, Maura Smiley about her new album, Unzip the Horizon. And in a few minutes, we're going to tell you where you can get your own copy of it. But I wanted to ask you, uh, Maura, that um, you are you have described yourself uh, as a woman engaged in vocal exploration. And of course your 2014 album laughter out of tears is certainly that, but this album seems to go even further when you set out to record an album. Do you have a goal or a strategy, a design in your head? Um, usually I have in the past, I'll have like a sort of a thematic, uh, focus, but this last one unzip the horizon is, was more about being in the process and doing solo work and being patient and um, and really taking the time to build worlds around the songs themselves. Um, so in that in this case, this was a longer and more patient process um, for Unzip the Horizon. The previous albums were more concept based, and I would I would record them quickly, like in a couple of days, few days, um, and I was usually with my collaborators through the whole process. Wow. Oh, 
right, well, we unfortunately are getting tight on time. And like I said at the beginning, we, we could talk for hours about uh, the origins mm-hmm. of anxiety and the freedoms we ignore and all the other things that go on in this album. But I wanted yeah. uh, to, there's one last song I, I want to play because it's just too much fun. This is Leather Britches. Unfortunately, we are out of time, but uh, tell people where they can get your music. Um, well, the easiest place is probably my website, so www.morasmiley.com, but it's spelled M-O-I-R-A-S-M-I-L-E-Y.com, and you can go from there to streaming and buying the CD and whatever else. And you have several albums out, too, so people should uh, look at yeah. look at and listen to all of them. And also, you're going to be uh, appearing live in uh, Los Angeles, too, aren't you? you? Want to tell us about that? Yeah. Yes. So on July 21st, which is a Saturday, I'm uh, one of the four leaders of the Big Sing California, which is a huge event at Walt Disney Concert Hall um, that you have to come to if you, if you love singing. That's in the afternoon. And then in the evening, I'm going to release, officially release my album, Unzip the Horizon, um, in Nichols Canyon in Hollywood, um, and I'll have details on my website all about that. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to that and looking forward to having you back on with more time to tell stories and talk about all the wonderful things. But, Maura, thank you uh, thank so you. much for being with us today. Um, I really appreciate it. Thank you so much, Patrick. Thanks for your wonderful questions. That's uh, Maura Smiley. You should pick up her new album, Unzip the Horizons, and be sure to go to her website and find out about the um, upcoming live performance. You've been listening to Music Friday Live with Patrick O'Heffernan from the Cyberstation USA Network, the Blog Talk Radio Network, and all of our radio affiliates, and including in England. Like our Facebook page, follow our Twitter feeds, and get a real-time update on all of our guests. Music Friday Live is produced by Music Friday Live and Fairness Radio. Our program director is Jason Bartleman. Our intern is Angeline Serrano, who now has her own radio show. Download this and other Music Friday Live programs at blogtalkradio.com or on iTunes. Check out the Music Friday Live (coughs) Twitter feed and Facebook page. And... um, You'll find out that next week we're going to talk to two fast-rising singers, Patricia Vaughn and Ashlyn Gray. So, again, check out our Twitter stream, our Facebook page, and we'll update you on all, on all of our guests. And you can also see our reviews on Music Junkie Magazine and, um, well, many other places. So just check out our review page. Good night, everyone, and have a great musical weekend. Everything in a city.